Hi, this is Haley Beebe, the Carveline Color Admin. Welcome to the Carveline Tech Service Podcast, the go-to industrial coatings podcast. Here are your hosts, Jack Walker and Paula Janus. Hey, Paul, how's it going, man? It's going pretty well, Jack. All things considered, it's going pretty well. Yeah, I was going to say, welcome to the new normal, right? So and that's right. I don't know if you guys can tell Paul is on the phone. That's because yeah. I don't, I don't want his cooties. That's right. And you know, Jack has little ones. So that's a whole different set of germ carrying human. Yeah. In fact, you might hear that little one over the course of the next couple of weeks on the Carboline tech service podcast, because we are dedicated to you. We are going to continue. You know, we know you guys are sitting at home. Don't have a lot to do necessarily. So maybe you want to listen to us. Maybe. That's right. Maybe. We encourage it. I mean, we're going to keep bringing you new content here in the age of COVID-19. And uh, thanks to some new equipment purchases, we are able to do it this way. So Paul and I are, for the first time ever, this episode of the Carboline Tech Service Podcast was recorded with us not in the same room. That's right. It's been a little odd knowing that you and I are talking to each other and without being able to give our, our normal communication cues. It's been a little difficult. Yeah. I kind of hijacked the interview we're going to play because I didn't know if you had a question or not. And I just talked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get through it. We'll get better at it. Well, we here's figured the, it out the other way. We'll figure it out this way. So this episode is a little bit more serious than, than these would entail. However, we have a new board and with that new board comes some new toys and I'm really looking forward to getting to use this board over the, over the course of the Carboline tech service history. For example, <laughs> wa- watch guys, we're going to give you a real life example of our new capabilities. Paul say something funny. Jack, you know, that's not how this works. See, now, if you would have said something funny, maybe you would have got a, but no, you didn't say anything. I was hoping for an applause factor. Well, you would have to say something funny. You know, you could say something like, yeah, I don't know. The first thing that came to mind was political, (laughs) (laughs) but we don't do that on the carbline tech service podcast. So anyway, we're excited that we get to continue to bring you guys the show bring you information in a time where it's desperately needed. Even if it's information from two guys like me and Paul. That's right. Hey, we're, we're full of it. The people tell us all the time that we're full of it. Right. Especially our wives. One thing I want to overemphasize though, technical service at Carboline is fully up and running and there are more ways than ever to get a hold of them. Paul, why don't you tell the good people out there in radio land how they can get a hold of you today more so than ever. We always have our technical service at carboline.com email address. But one of the biggest things that we've launched in the last couple of weeks is our chat function that is on our Carboline website. So if you go to carboline.com where you can find all the information about what's going on at Carboline, there'll be a little chat box that pops up in the lower right-hand corner. That is me and my staff are the ones who are actually monitoring and staffing that chat function. So you can talk to the true tech service engineers through that chat function. Yeah, it's really cool. We're not hijacking the site with some, you know, customer service professionals that all they do is 
answer chat on the website. No, this is Paul and his guys, the same guys you get on that email, the same guys that are on this podcast, the same guys that you can get on the phone. Now you can just go to carboline.com and in the corner, there's a little chat button. It's, it's really cool. You could be on a job site, have some questions, send in pictures uh, through the chat. It's, it's a great feature that we're able to bring to you guys. It really is. And the guys are logged in with their real name. So it really is the oh, real William or the real Brian or Blaine. That's their mistake. I would have put in, my name is like Bill Whoopachu or something. <laughs> That's why you're not in tech service anymore. Paul and I have beat around the bush for long enough. Here's our conversation with Chris Tierney as we discuss Carboline and the challenges that COVID-19 bring to the business world in today's environment. All right, so joining us today on the Carboline Tech Service Podcast is, you know, sometimes you turn a year old and you, and you get, get a, a really high-profile guest, and sometimes it appears like the world is coming to an end and you get a whole new guest. What do you think, Paul? Yeah, that's right, you know. Sometimes it's uh, the worst of times brings out the best in people and we're able to actually get some really good guests and we're kicking it off with a, a top notch guest here. So we'd like to welcome back to the show, the president of Carveline, Mr. Chris Tierney. Chris, welcome back to the show. Thanks guys. Pleasure to be here. I'm here in Cleveland at my home office as we all are working from home as best we can. And I'm stuck here with a, uh, Ohio State University sophomore and a Brunswick High School senior, Jake and Luke Tierney. So I got to start with a shout out to those guys and all their friends that I know will be listening because they're bored out of their mind and this is what they've resorted to. So shout out to Chase, Ty, Christian, Ben, Sam, Ethan, and Colin. Hope you guys are listening. Hopefully your your kids are a little bit quieter when you're on the phone than than my four year old. So well, my dog, I have to watch out for. She's awfully noisy. So we're all learning to live together in close proximity. So this is new for everyone. Sure, my wife, dog, and kids. That's why we decided to have you on today. We thought with everything going on in the world with COVID-19 and obviously everybody's got different situations. Uh, Right now I'm at my house, Paul's at his house. Uh, We're both in St. Louis and Chris is, you know, you heard him in in Cleveland. So Chris, why don't you give us a little update about how Carboline is handling and dealing with the COVID-19 situation? Yeah, thanks. Right now I'm happy to say that Carboline is probably 99.5% operational globally. We've been fortunate to date. We've only had two reported cases, sorry, three strike that, three reported cases of COVID-19. Two were in Spain, and those were field people, so they were not near the plants or the warehouses or the offices, so they're in quarantine. And one was in our Norway plant, uh, which forced us to close our Norway facility for this week. Uh, But all looks good. No additional symptoms from any of the other employees, so I'm through Sunday night, if that remains the way it is, we will reopen the Norway plant on Monday morning. You guys would know that uh, we also had a potential case in our research center in uh, St. Louis. So uh, an employee who hadn't been in the building for about 10 days was showing persistent uh, fever and other symptoms. So we took the precaution of, of closing that building down this week from Wednesday through to today. I've had it totally disinfected from head to toe and we'll reopen that on Monday. Other than that, uh, all of our facilities, all five plants, all of our warehouses, all of our service centers, uh, with the exception of Norway, they said, are up and running. And uh, we are enjoying a very nice month of March, which is surprising given what's going on in the world. But uh, yeah, we are well ahead of plan and well over prior year for March. 
that's outstanding. You know, one of the things I wanted to say is that my, my wife does work in that facility in the uh, uh, lab. And, and like you said, it had been some time before that employee was in, in the building. And, and I, I immediately heard all that and I, all of my concerns were gone. But I do have to compliment you and the executive team for making the decision to close it down and disinfect and do everything that was right. I, I thought that was pretty outstanding from you guys. I appreciate it. Pretty easy call in the end. Um, when we recognized what was going on, it was, uh, and it was only going to be a three-day disruption, um, that was a pretty easy call. And, and I have to say I'm impressed with the company that we brought in, uh, getting it firsthand knowledge from our VP of, of R&D, Jeff Anderson. They are meticulous in their cleaning, uh, so I feel pretty comfortable that when they go back in on Monday, that's going to be a pretty pristine environment and safe for the folks. And that's, of course, as everyone knows, that's the first priority. Make sure everyone's safe and they take care of themselves, their peers, their colleagues, their family, and ultimately our customers because uh, we come into contact with them as well. Yeah, I talked with a couple of the people who were there as the cleaning process was going on, and they said it no longer smells like paint. It now smells like disinfectant and clean. So <laughs> kind of a unique factor for a, for a paint line. Yeah, that'll probably change on Monday afternoon, but uh, it's a good start yeah. for Monday morning. Yep. Our parent company, RPM, laid out uh, uh, three strategic factors for how, as a company, we're going to deal with this crisis. Uh, Chris, do you want to take a minute and kind of walk us through what our goals are as, as Carpaline and even larger RPM for getting through the uh, coronavirus? It's a good point because RPM, is, as most people know, or maybe some don't, is a, is a holding company and run a very decentralized model. So the 75 or so separate businesses that make up RPM really run themselves. And outside of some tax issues and anything to do with, with the stock and Wall Street, the businesses really run themselves. So it's very unusual to have an RPM kind of overarching uh, approach to anything. But in this case, given the severity of, of COVID-19 and the implications involved, RPM's done a really nice job of kind of setting the standards and coordinating the approach and the attack. And, and the three elements that you referred to for those listening clearly are, are relatively simple. Health and safety first of everyone involved, ourselves, of course, our colleagues, our peers, uh, and our customers. Secondly, support the community efforts to, to get our hands around this virus and stop the spread. And lastly, stay strong from a business continuity perspective and results. I think some people get a little bit nervous when you start talking about business results in the midst of a crisis like this. But when this passes, and it will, you want a strong, profitable company there to make sure everybody has a job, make sure everybody has a future. Um, so you have to keep an eye on all of that as you go. And it's been a nice, uh, nice, nicely coordinated approach. Uh, we have four business uh, groups that all of the businesses report up to, and each of the groups is doing exactly the same thing in terms of communication in conjunction with our HS&E folks, that's our safety folks, our law, our lawyers for interpretation of the various decrees and orders that come out, and then the field information funneling in. So, so far, it's been pretty smooth. And I can, at any one moment in time, there's a number of websites I can go to and see exactly what's going on RPM-wide at a group level or clearly, of course, within Carbolina or any of the other businesses. So there's some um, some safety and understanding what's going around the world, and you can learn best practice from other businesses. And right now, as a company, we're in pretty good place. Um, you know, we 
as big companies go, we're relatively small, 14,000 employees around the world, highly concentrate, uh, concentrated in North America, you know, versus some of the behemoths out there with 40, 50, 60,000 employees. But in our universe, uh, we're in relatively good shape, and I think the effort has been really well coordinated. So I have to say I commend uh, Frank Sullivan, our CEO, and the exec team there for, for taking the lead and getting in front of this. And so far, uh, so, so far, so good, I'd say. You had said Carboline was having a, a good year. It's kind of funny because we're so heavily tied to oil and gas. And, and, you know, right now with the world pandemic going on, Saudi Arabia has decided to pick a fight with Russia and lowered oil prices, yet we're still trucking along. Do you want to expound on that? Yeah, well, clearly that hasn't helped. And anybody in our business and our, our competitors, I'm sure, would all nod their heads. Uh, you know, that $20, a barrel oil is not something we welcome, you know, like most in our industry, we are tied to oil and gas in one way or another. Uh, but, you know, but that's relatively recent news and, and up through March. So again, remind people that March is, is not the end. We, we're not on a calendar year. So we've got two months left in our fiscal year. So we've got April, May to get through. So through March, um, really fantastic year. Double-digit growth, margin improvement. I think clear, clearly to me anyway, some, some listening, if your competitors are listening, might argue this, but we're taking market share. So I'm, through March, I'm ecstatic on top of two previously good years. So we, we're at three years of, of really substantial growth. I don't think, you know, clearly that's not going to continue if oil stays in the low 20s. I mean, there's, just, there's just no way in the world that you could see double-digit growth with oil like that. Uh, the virus, I think... If you look at it in, in the way I've been looking at it is anything short term in, in terms of a slowdown on the on the revenue side is virus related. Anything longer term is going to be oil and gas related. I'm hopeful that the uh, the, the envoy that's uh, over in in uh, Russia now trying from the U.S. trying to help mitigate this uh, dispute is successful. I read a couple articles this morning on the OPEC folks talking about reaching out to to a broader country base and try and get resolutions. I'm hopeful that's going to be successful and, and oil you know, steadies and balances. Now, if not, um, our fiscal year 21, which starts June 1, will be, uh, will be a challenge. There's no argument about that. But as we sit today, fiscal 20, which I said ends in another 60 days, uh, we're in a very good spot. Uh, the virus, you know, who knows? Your guess is as good as mine. It's, they, they'll come, they go. We do business in China, not a huge business for us, but a substantial enough size that you can get a, a flavor and they're already in recovery mode. Our plant people are back to work. Domestic projects are opening up. We're selling coatings again. So you look at that cycle and say, okay, there is an end to this and it does run its course. If we all do our bit of uh, helping the community with all the things we're doing today, then hopefully this runs its course in another 60, 90 days and and. I don't think normal is the right word, but maybe a new normal and we can start uh, getting back to, to work. So I'm hopeful that takes care of itself, but I have to be, I have to be honest, I am concerned about the, the oil price for sure. I think, Chris, about the only other thing that we have to talk about is just some of the things that, that we put into place from a standpoint from Carboline to help both our employees and our customers to be able to stay in touch with each other and to be able to continue along. Do you want to talk a little bit about the successes that we've seen in our in our plan and bringing things together in short order to get some stuff going to keep people in contact? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good point, Paul. I think I'd break that into two buckets. There's the communication piece, of course, and, we, and we've now got a, a place on our website where you can click on COVID-19 and get all the information, uh, up-to-date information about how Carboline's doing. 
kind of our state of readiness across our, our supply chain, plants, uh, stores, et cetera, service centers, et cetera. So that's new, and that'll stay there until we no longer need it, and that gets updated on a daily basis. And then I think the second bucket is more on the communication side, and, and we are the marketing team along with the technical service and and others have put together some online corrosion seminars. You know, we we typically run four face-to-face corrosion uh, schools, as you well know, uh, a year, and of course that those aren't happening. So we've we've built an online version and just launched them, and the the immediate feedback from the sales organization is was fantastic. That you know everyone's at home with a little more idle time on their hands in front of a computer and. Our new reps are learning, our older reps are learning, and our customers are taking advantage of it. So uh, I think those are two recent additions to what we would typically call our communication efforts that seem to be panning out well. And as we get, uh, depending on how long we're in this state, as we, uh, the longer we're back, I guess the more creative we'll get and continue to find ways to reach out to not only our customers, but to our employees to take advantage of this idle time. Absolutely. I've heard, I've gotten the same feedback on the uh mobile corrosion school that everybody's really excited for that to kick off in a perverse way this virus might teach us a few things yeah there's other ways to, to skin a cat and we might some of this may not be temporary some of it we may uh, embed and keep as a permanent part of our uh, our learning arsenal so you know, some good things make them out of this at the end of the day. Absolutely. One one thing I would say is if you're interested in that online corrosion school, this airs Monday. It will begin the very next day, Tuesday, March 31st. We will begin one lesson a day, and I believe it's for about two weeks. And all you have to do is reach out to your local sales rep and, and he'll give you the way to get hooked up. If you don't have a local sales rep, uh, reach out to us on social media at LinkedIn, at Carboline. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. Chris, do you have a final message for anybody who may be listening? Yeah, I would just say to, to everyone what I've said all along is, you know, take care of yourself, take care of each other. Uh, and I know that uh, you know, some cu- customers listen to this for sure, and I know some competitors do. And At the end of the day, we're all people, so I don't want to see anybody sick or hurt. So take care of each other as an industry and get through this together. Outstanding. Well, thank you very much, Chris, for coming on and and giving us your time to uh, talk about this very uh, important matter. Yeah, happy to do it, guys. Great job as usual. Look forward to hearing Monday's uh, release. Outstanding. Thank Thank you, you, Chris. And that was our conversation with Chris Tierney about COVID-19. We got into a few other things there as well. As always, Paul and I wish you guys uh, nothing but health and safety. So please wash your hands, social distance, Stay home, all the things. Ain't nobody need to see you out on the beach in Miami. Peace. <laughs> and so, for the Carboline Tech Service Podcast, I'm Paul. And I'm Jack. And we'd, we'd like, like to, to thank, thank you for, for your support. support.